Welcome to Michael Myers Minute, where we delve into the 1978 horror classic Halloween one minute at a time. I'm your host, Robert Black. Minute 51 begins in the Wallace living room. Annie approaches Lindsay as the TV announcer announces what we just heard. Annie turns on the lamp by the couch and look who's sitting in the dark. My guests, Sean German and Dave Palace of Groundhog Minute. Welcome back, Sean and Dave. We're scared. <laughs> Why are you sitting with all the lights out? Uh, yeah, but th- yeah, but thank you, Rob, for having us uh, back on. Yeah, yeah, thank you. And that that is kind of weird watching the TV with all the lights off like that. I did that as a kid all the time with horror films. I I did like that Halloween, too. We watched in the dark a lot. Yeah. <laughs> It's yeah, it seems strange now, but it's something that I did. And apparently my parents would say like that was bad for your eyes. That and I would um after it was my bedtime I would read. I was one of those Yeah dweebs who was reading in bed under the covers with a flashlight. <laughs> and it turns out it's not the last I heard is it's it's not bad for your eyes, either you know, reading in the dark or watching T V in the dark. Um now the lack of sleep that's bad for you but just you know <laughs> yes um yeah but yeah just in terms of is it bad for your eyes it's 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 the same thing as like sitting too close to the tv is not it may be like bad for your posture if you're sitting on the floor versus the couch but like the radiation from the tv isn't going to burn your eyes or anything if you get too no. close um, but yeah so we get the uh we get the famous lines that started at the end of last minute and then, uh, so we have, yeah, in this minute, we've got bolt your windows, turn off your lights. And then the, the music is very spooky and scary and suspenseful. The announcer says, don't go away because here's a scene from, and we can't really hear him, but presumably he says Forbidden Planet because that's what shows. And that's the next movie that's on. So we'll see it later. And I don't even think Lindsay really is watching. I think Lindsay just wants to be left alone. Yeah. Like, I mean, and then, and then she brings, you know, when Annie brings up Tommy, she's like, yeah, God, fine, just get rid of me, all right? Just, <laughs> fine, God, I'm, I'm done, just done. Like, Halloween, I'm sitting here in my school outfit, no friends tonight. God. Yeah. Oh, I'll yeah. take company, I'll take Tommy. I don't even know if Tommy's a good kid. Like, I don't even know, I don't remember if he's a good kid. To, he's it, okay. Yeah, is it for, I mean, this for this little girl to be like, I don't know if she has a crush on him or not, but just be like, fine, I'll take the time with Tommy over you right now, wearing my dad's shirt. It's really weird. <laughs> like, I, really committed yeah. to this wearing my dad's shirt thing, aren't you? It does. There's a very, you know, hand that rocks the cradle vibe to this. Like, are you trying to replace my mother now? You're wearing my father's shirts. You're walking <laughs> around half naked. Kicking this is just whole, This is just weird. Well, and I feel like this is going against sort of type. I, I, I would, in my mind at least, the stereotype is more that the babysitter wants to be left alone. And it's mm. the kid that's being watched that is like, oh, watch with me or play a game with me. Or, you know, the, the kid is bugging the babysitter. That's and then here is. they've just flipped the script. It's like the kid is just whatever. You get, you know, your, your greasy, buttery clothes and your skeevy 30-year-old boyfriend, you do whatever you want to do. I don't just turn the lights off, leave me alone in the dark. I just be I'll be fine on my own. Yeah. That's, you know, yeah. Yeah, all, all yeah, all things be fair like Lindsay probably would be a very easy babysitting job. She 
not bothering. I mean, she's going to either watch TV or yeah, or draw or read, yeah, read a book. Yeah. And then you're going to sit there for three hours, you know, or six and on Halloween, I guess. Uh, and then collect the easy, you know, 15, 20 bucks. Yeah. But somehow Annie finds a way to mess it all up. This is the easiest, this is the easiest babysitting gig you'll ever get. And she, she screws the pooch. Now, before we move on, there's an IMDb goof here. It says the television plays scenes from the thing from another world out of order, which is wrong. The one that's played out of order here is Forbidden Planet, and it specifically, if you listen to the announcer, is a preview of what's coming up next. Because right now we're about on. 20 oh, minutes in to Thing from Another World. No, IMDb, I know, you can't tell anything about this fact, but yeah, you gotta get on there. You gotta, you gotta give them what for, Rob. They're just making shit I, up. You can't. In Groundhog Day Project, five years ago, I went in and edited, I'm pretty sure it was every single goof on Groundhog Day. None of those edits are there. It's still the exact same goofs that were there before. Do you think like they want they want to force you to get a premium account or something? Maybe. I mean, they shouldn't make it possible to do edits if you don't have it. If it's not going to happen. Did you watch? Did you watch the recent podcast episode about Ernest Scared Stupid? No. <laughs> they they went through the goof sections and it was straight up like opinions. It wasn't like a factual thing. Yeah. It was yeah. like yeah. this is not a fact. Like this isn't like. Like it was like an opinion about the sound. Like the sound's really spooky. Like what is that? Like like what is like like it's like opinion. It's like it's like it's like it's like who allowed this to well, be? It's like on two minutes ago they called it a goof that Lindsay hung up the phone. That's not a goof. Lindsay wanted to hang up the phone. Yeah, it's like you didn't understand the the joke. Like the little subtle joke there. But this one, it's they have the wrong movie. It's thing from another world. It's Forbidden Planet that shows out of order, and it's for a reason. The announcer says it's a preview of what's coming up next. Yeah, it's like no, don't you get it? You back then, televisions would show a commercial of, of what's going on, so you would stay through the advertisements rather mm-hmm. than skip the ad after three seconds. Oh God! We can sort of gauge the schedule of the evening, though, based on these movies, because last we saw, we're about 20 minutes into The Thing from Another World, which presumably started at 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. Annie got to her babysitting gig around 7, and then Forbidden Planet probably would start around 10. And so later we see Forbidden Planet, so we can most of this movie takes place before midnight, leaving room for the sequel to go through the rest of the night. Um, here's my question. So, uh, obviously Michael Myers has chosen Annie as a target. Yes. Um, at the beginning of the movie, he was walking around in the daylight. Was he looking for anyone specifically? Because like the movie seems to focus on like Lori and like being like, huh, I think I thought I saw something weird. Um, did he like choose her? You think, or he was just walking around? And he just saw her. Annie. No, uh, Lori. Uh, uh, well, Lori came by his house before school to drop off keys because her father is the realtor who's trying to sell it, and Mike was Michael was in there, and then he followed Lori and Tommy both. He went by both of their schools, and then when Lori gets out of school, she's with Annie and Linda. So then he follows Annie and Lori in the car, okay. and in the scene added for television, he had followed Linda. 
he that's how he finds Lori's house is he follows okay. Linda. So he's kind of just jumping on to whoever's there. Right. But he's yeah, but he's been clocking Lori since since the house. Yeah. His house. And he just he only drifted to Annie because in the famous hedge scene, he disappears behind the hedge. He doesn't see where Lori goes. Mm-hmm. But he saw where Linda's house is and he saw where Annie's house is. And so then he follows Linda in the the added scene over to Lori's house and then ends up following Annie's car. Right. Well, here he, cause, well, here he just sees, because that's, was it, when he takes, when Annie takes Lindsay over at the end of this minute. Yeah. Is that Lori's house or is that Tommy's that is, house? That is Tommy's house. It's where Lori is okay. babysitting. Yeah. All right. So Lori's babysitting at Tommy's house. If you want to twist it, you could almost be like, "This is like a, uh, this is like a babysitters club." I was just wrong. thinking that. <laughs> oh my god, I was just thinking the same thing. You're like it's really just a series of babysitters that got really in over their head and didn't even realize it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if they had just kept a babysitting, all those all those books the girls read in, in grade school, you know, if only they knew that the one Halloween book is just. Woof, does it go down a bad path fast? <laughs> Lessons to be learned here, folks. Pay attention. <laughs> Keep this in mind, yeah. And, and now and now Annie's just taking a blanket from the house. Yep. She's she, taking a blanket and she's taking the bowl, like the bowl of popcorn that she's walking across the street. Well, that's well, so they're gonna an yeah, offering Lindsay's to Lindsay's like, this is to... my consolation prize. I get yeah. to keep the popcorn. Like, you're not taking the popcorn to Paul. <laughs> you're not gonna bang and eat the popcorn that we like. I had a deal with you trying, you know, making a mess in the kitchen over. I'm gonna eat this damn popcorn. It's like getting colder by the minute because of all the running around we're doing. Now you asked, you said something about Lindsay going over to Tommy's in the novelization. She says she doesn't like Tommy Doyle. And Annie tells her that's tough. Tonight you're going to like Tommy Doyle because tonight I'm going to love Paul. Jesus! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hey oh, All right. Like, like, yeah, really? Like, you're just like, man, you're just like counting the minutes. Like, when's Michael Myers just going to just stab her to death? Like, Like, she's just like. Like, she's almost inhuman. Like, her horniness is, like, going past, like, common human decency, you know? You're going to like him because I'm going to love it. And Lindsay would be like, I don't, I'm too young to understand this. What are you talking about? And then (laughs) Lindsay would be like, you know, in a, not Lindsay, but any disgusting way would, like, tell Lindsay how fornication works. He'd be like, here's what we're going to do in your parents' bed later. So that's, that's. (laughs) That's like the worst thing Annie could have done. <laughs> and so, course, yeah, and, you're, and yeah. you were talking about trick-or-treaters and stuff. It's clearly not that late because you, you got a few trick-or-treaters that just run Yeah, by. there's a few in this minute. I mean, it is 8 o'clock. I know 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock is like the, la- it's like the last, last of it. You know, like most suburban areas, it feels like trick-or-treat is like, it's like 5, 5 to 8 is like the, the Yeah, once it's out. dark, they're starting to go away. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Well, and also this is, we also have to remember since this was made, at least for the United States, they've pushed back, uh, the time change for daylight saving time. So we have an extra hour of light. 
Actually, in 78... You know, at the end of October that they didn't have. In 78, the time changed the weekend before Halloween. So it should be lighter. But they screwed that up. When we get rid of that, are we going to just figure out something? Soon, I hope. I would just say get (laughs) rid of it. Just same time all year round. But, uh... But until that day, yeah. What, so it's like, what's it going to matter, man? It's going to go. It's going to get dark, and you're going to get scared, you know. And then you just got to like survive to the daylight. Like there's, you no matter what you do with the time, it just is what it is. Hey, d- d- death is going to catch us all, you know. Yeah, yeah. You can't. Why well, try shift time to try and buy yourself an hour? It's not going to happen. Right. Yeah, and you're not actually getting any more daylight. You're just. Annoying people you're with just your moving stupid it to later clock in the day. Like, hey, what are you? What are you doing? You're inside and you're watching like and you're watching television. Like we know what you're doing. So it's not like don't be like, oh, I need an hour to do outdoor activities. No, you don't. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> you're making. You're boiling cider or cocoa right now, and you're yeah, and you're gonna watch Sabrina on Netflix, and you're gonna tell everybody at work about it, and everyone works like you know, and then there's Dave at work who's like, look, I've been podcasting. I'm behind on a lot of shows. And you should get off my ass. You know, you're like, you're like, I and I like watching stuff. So if I say I'm behind on it, I'm not dicking around. <laughs> you know. <laughs> and then I'm like, what if I'm looking at buying a house? Yeah. Like, what if I'm doing that? Like, what if I'm actually trying to get a house? And, and they're like, what did you watch the brain? It's really spooky. I'm like, I, I get it. Uh, I'm going to eventually get around to watching Iron Fist and Daredevil. It's going to happen. Just I, I can't tell you when. Exactly. Ugh. I finally finished Luke, the new season of Luke Cage just a few days ago. You know, and, 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 so I'm I, catching I, up. And I, and I liked Luke Cage. I really wish Netflix didn't cancel it. You know, and and I'm told that like if you dealt with Iron Fist season one, you're going to enjoy Iron Fist season two. That's why I'm in, I'm excited for it. He's like, yeah, it's supposed I, to be better. I slogged through Iron Fist. Like I did it. I fucking did it. Like it was a goddamn mm-hmm. job. And <laughs> so like when they say like you'll actually enjoy season two, I go, oh good, good, like. There's some, you know, there's something to enjoy that. So, oh my god! And then Netflix cancels American Vandal. You know, I, and here's another thing: it's like Netflix is canceling shows that, like, I feel most American audiences are enjoying. I don't know where their statistics are. And then they bring in a bunch of foreign shows, and you're like, look, I don't have that time for all the subtitles you think I do. Well, but they're cheaper. And that's what I, I, and I that's what I'm saying. It's like, yeah. it's like you put in all these Spanish and French TV shows, and like. Uh, I'm not like the one was like, oh, you're gonna watch you watch Money Heist, you're gonna watch Elite. I'm like, no, Elite's like Spanish Riverdale. I'm 30 years old. I don't <laughs> care. Like, I don't care how attractive in Spanish. Elite is also on my watch are. list. <laughs> I, I don't care. Like, it's not in my wheelhouse. Like, what what am I paying my subscription fees for? If you're gonna give me this. You know what I'm doing with my my Netflix subscription? I'm getting Columbo DVDs and I'm watching. Them. <laughs> Like, that's what I'm doing with my Netflix subscription. I'm watching Columbo, and I'm enjoying it immensely. So let's not gloss over the Spanish Riverdale thing. What show was that again? It was called Elite. It was called Elite. It was my daughter like, loves you it. You want to watch attractive Spanish people in, you know, like, uh, these attractive teenagers in prep school stuff, and the one guy from Money Heist, like, there it is. I'm just like, I just... You know, it comes up on your feed. Like, you gonna watch it? I'm like, no. Like, can I plug in? Like, no. I'm 30 years old. Like, this is not in my wheelhouse. Like, put your birth date into your Netflix. Yeah, <laughs> you realize, right? You realize yeah. how old I am. <laughs> uh, 
my mom's got all yeah, her accounts, all the Downton Abbey stuff, and then my account is like, you know, like I want now 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 the night comes from us all from I think it's I don't know if, I think it's if it's Taiwan or Indonesia, but that's I think it's the same production company or very similar production company because the guy from the raid, no, yes, I'll watch that, but mm. once again, I gotta get the time to watch it. Yeah. Uh, so many things on Netflix. So There's long story short, it doesn't matter. Not, Daylight Savings Time does not matter because we're all consumed by watching television. But in 1978, it would matter. Lindsay has to watch this movie while it's on commercial television. She doesn't have Netflix. And that's the thing is, does Lindsay really care? I think Lindsay's just like, look, it's on TV and it's 1978. Like, like yeah, it's you all know. she can do. Yeah, exactly. It's not. Yeah, yeah, I can't just put on... Yeah, I can't just put on Columbo. You know, it's like that's what's on tonight. It's 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 old fifties movies. She has to get involved with the movie, otherwise she's going to hear the teenage orgy going on upstairs. Oh God, yeah. She's like, just I just rather watch people stab, you know, rubber dinosaurs and 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 you know, yeah, giant guys in jumpsuits that get electrocuted and oh, he's part plant. Oh, isn't that spooky? <laughs> Isn't that so spooky? Ooh. Every time someone's like, oh, the original 1950 Thing of the World was better. I'm like, was it? No, was it? no. No, it wasn't. It Not starts cool. nicely because it takes its time to get into it. But then it's a silly plant thing because they couldn't do the shape changing. Yeah, it's a I, I'm just killer like, carrot from outer space. Yeah, it's it's. Yeah. I, I mean, like anybody who really, like, honestly enjoys, it, I'm just like, you gotta read that novel. You read that novel, and you're like, yeah, the story's wow. cool. Like, look, 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 look what John Carpenter did. <laughs> oh man. So oh. yeah, they they get up to leave. Yeah. And he takes a blanket. They take the popcorn. They leave the TV on. They do. Yeah. <laughs> And second 30, I noticed when they do this shot of the living room, there's a doll that has its own chair by the television. Uh, creepy okay. doll chair. <laughs> I was wondering, I caught that and I wasn't sure if that was like a picture, but it's, it. yeah, that's, that doll versus Mike Myers, that's a movie I want to see. Because, yeah. yeah, if, if the guy in the, in the guy of the, in the, um, the mask won't get you. That doll. Whew. That is crazy. <laughs> Lindsay's been sitting in there with the doll this whole yeah. time. Uh, the wait. doll's probably been telling her, kill your babysitter, kill it. <laughs> wait, you know what pisses me off even more? Like, I don't even know where the living room is related to the house. Because, like, there's a chimney there, and I don't see where the chimney is on this house. On the outside? It's because it's two different houses. The interior, you enter the door and the living room's to the right. The exterior, you enter the door and the edge of the house is to the right. Yeah. Yeah. It's two different houses. They're on the same street, but they're across the street from each other. That's a goof. Put that in IMDb. Oh, that's in there. Okay. <laughs> okay. Fine. That's one. Market. That one's in there and it's right. It's one of the yes, few. Yes, finally. Internet. Now, you already mentioned that there's trick-or-treaters outside. I got really obsessive about the trick-or-treaters back in minute 17 and a couple others. So I paused for these ones, but because it's dark, it's hard to be specific. There's a guy in a fedora, uh, but with no sleeves. Uh, yeah, okay. Let's yeah. try and figure is, out what these, these guys is are. One a, is, is the, there's one in white. Is that a rabbit? I'm trying to I like, it, it looks like there's ears on a It's a very a It's a puffy hat of some sort, yeah. Yeah. 
and then the other guy has like this long green like cape thing cape? it's really clingy and so it's hard to tell what his costume is supposed to be yeah but he also like he's wearing like it looks like he's wearing like a big bowler hat too the cape guy yeah he has a hat these kids are just wearing their dad's hat it's the whole thing <laughs> just wearing their dad's hat well dad's for a lot for these scenes with the extras like kids out there they're just like the people in the crew were like who knows some kids and they'd get the kids out there so yeah it's whatever they had available who knows kids i mean also probably 1978 costumes stunk like, there's some good ones in minute 17 but that was the scene that's in daytime and so they knew we were gonna see them yeah right they probably figure this is dark they just run by you don't really see what's going yeah, put on put on a hat wear a cape you're fine yeah hat a cape i mean like one's gonna have like a stick and he's got a lightning bolt in his forearm and another one's gonna have like a yellow padded shirt with like metal claws on his hands you're like another guy you know He's going to have a fedora and, like, you know, maybe claws in his hands, too. But he's got a red and green and black sweater. You know, these are the these are the costumes we're looking for. <laughs> yep, that's it. You nailed it. Those are the three right there. Listeners, can you guess the costumes that Dave described? <laughs> so, yeah, second 34, we're outside and... They got that bowl of popcorn. They're going across the street to the Doyles. And and Mike, he knows it. He's like, he knows they're going that way. Yeah, and... he's crouched down behind a car, which is weird. I don't like it when he crouches. He <laughs> like crouches. It makes him seem like a person. I guess so a person, a person. It's like it's like it's like an entity would step uh, uh, step out of something, but a yeah. person would crouch. Right. So right. stepping yeah. out is yeah. yeah. Honestly, they could have just had him do another behind a tree or behind a bush thing. They should have done that. Or have a taller car, you know. Oh no, no, <laughs> no! That's what they should have done. Okay, I look. It looks like it could be another hedge behind him. So what they should have done is just have a bush and all you and, and just have the moonlight hit his mask. Nice. Where it's like it, it just just shot pans, and you can maybe you hear the music that. You know, but it's light and you don't see it on first glance, but then you watch it again. You just see like he's just standing there like, but the fact that he's mostly a dark jumpsuit, you can't see him. Yeah. And you just see, like, like the kitchen last just... minute where he's just suddenly in the background when the camera moves. Yeah. I think if he just stood still and as the camera pans past the car, past the tree, like just a, sh- a few shots of just hit a white, his white mask, like behind a bush, just standing facing us. I think that would have been great. Yeah, I tell you, what what would have, what would have scared the bejesus out of me? The scariest thing I could think of that they could have done is, as Annie and Lindsay are running across the street, if we see if we see Michael in one of the windows in the house that they just left, oh, just in there, yes, just standing in the window, you just see it like, oh, that'd be scary. Yeah, like if he was upstairs, you know. Oh, in the script, by the way, he's not behind a car. It says the shape steps into the glow of a streetlight and watches them. Yeah, see? So yeah, they knew, they knew what our idea was already. They stole your idea and traveled back in time to put it in the novelization of the movie. That's the script. Yeah. Oh, the script. Okay. Even The novelization is weirder. Or better. But I, I do like your idea of like you know, he could have been behind he could have been behind one of the pillars 
on the second floor landing. Mm-hmm. And just like it's not until like maybe the the trick or treaters pass by that you see him like just sidestep out, and they just stand there. And then you could have the same thing, the same angle of him watching them go to the next house. That would have been it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. I do. I'm kind of with you on on the the crouching. No, it kind of does stand out. Yeah, yeah, the crouching is the crouching is weird. There's there's a moment in the new movie where. He goes to a window and they want to do like reflection in the glass, but in order to do it, he has to lean down. And all I could imagine is just to the side of the frame, he's leaning down. And I'm like, that just bothered me. He, I don't like him leaning. Yeah, he like get a higher window. He he should be like he only can like just stand straight. Yeah, he's like just that. Like he doesn't. He only knows one motion. Just stand straight. Like you know, he doesn't sit except unless he's driving a stolen car. He doesn't crouch. You know, yeah, I would only allow sitting if you never saw him move from the chair. Like if you just you like you you flashed the room by quickly and he was like sitting in the chair. But it's you know it's like weird. It's like if he sat in a chair, it would be like as if Michael Myers is waiting, right? Like he's waiting for you to mm-hmm. enter. Yeah. But if he's standing, it's like he stood there waiting for you to enter. Right. Which makes it even creepier. It's like he doesn't relax. That's what you know. That's it. That's that's what it is. That's what it is, Rob. We don't like showing Michael Myers relaxing. No, crouching, no. leaning, like this idea of like shifting body weight. Like that's not Michael Myers' bit. Michael Myers' bit is mm-hmm. he stands rigid, holding the knife, and he comes waits. at you. Yeah, yep, yep. And 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 unlike and unlike Friday the Thirteenth franchises where Jason is like a strip demonic entity. It's like this guy we don't know. We just don't know. And he, sometimes he doesn't move. He just stands there, you know? Yeah, I do know. Seen. Like how long did he stand in the backyard earlier before Laurie saw him? Yeah. And like I said, the same thing. If we had him on a bush and we had him on the parapet, you'd be like, he went through the house and he stood on the roof. Like, why? I don't know. He's Michael Myers. Like, I don't know. We <laughs> just don't know these things. <laughs> he just wanted someone to see him. Or even if you want to, if you want to even, I'll give you a third option movie. You put him <laughs> in the backyard of this new house where they don't know it, that they're running, as they're running to the house, he's, you put him on one of the sides of the houses. They just didn't notice he was there. Hmm. You know? Well, that's what happens later when Laurie goes back at the end of the movie. Okay. Because he's already in the house. Well, I mean, don't, don't put him in the house. You put him like in the, bu- yeah, in the bushes of this house that they're running to now. But I mean, like, yeah, you you put him, yeah, you put him standing in a bush. You don't put him like, I'm going to crouch and hide. Yeah, here crouching by the car, I imagine he like sprinted across the street and ducked behind the car as they're coming out with their bowl yeah. of popcorn. It makes him seem like an actor and not a. Yeah, it, it, it makes it makes Michael Myers feel like he doesn't want to get seen yet. Whereas I don't feel like Michael Myers is worried about being seen. Michael Myers no. is like, I will present myself when I need to, kind of vibe. Like, he could have just stood there, but he's like, I saw what I needed to, and then he steps yeah. away. Like, he walks over right. to the door, sees her in the kitchen on the phone, I need what I, I saw what I needed to see, and then he steps away. It's not like him going, oh boy, I hope she doesn't see me! You know, it's not like that. <laughs> it's him going, okay, I see what I need to do here, and then he walks away. Mm-hmm. Sizing up the situation. Yeah. So him crouching is too much human thought. 
yeah, it's too much human thought. It's too much. I'm relaxing, taking him, taking it, taking a knee. You know, that's what it feels like to me. I'm taking. Yeah, Michael a knee doesn't while I hide. Michael only hides because he wants you to catch a glimpse of him because it's scarier, not because he's trying not to be hurt. Seen. Yeah. So. He wants to sneak up on you. Yeah. If they just if they reach out the scene, just put his head. You don't you only see his head. The rest of his body is hidden behind a bush. And you just see a little bit of moonlight street light hitting his face. And none of the characters notice it except the audience because we're looking for it. Boom. Right. That's what you get. You don't get the, I didn't see him. And then he stood up. Whoa. <laughs> like, eh. No, don't do the stand up thing. Um, yeah, that's mostly, that's my, that's my, that's, that's my notes for the minute. Cause. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Second 50, we get the musical stinger and the shape rises up from next to the car. We hear crickets and breathing and a bit from the novelization. If you want to know how weird some of it is, the prowler stood holding his knife. He watched the two girls cross the street and stand in front of the door of the house where the other girl was staying. He stood his ground waiting to see what they did, feeling a throbbing between his legs and a painful pounding in his temples. The voice was getting louder. He had come close a few minutes ago when the girl was stuck in the window, but the child had fooled it, foiled it at the last second. That was all right. He had all night. Opportunity would present itself again. Nope. Nope. <laughs> I would. I would X so much of that. Yeah. Like, don't well, do. Like, you're, you're you're doing the Rob Zombie thing. You're you're describing and you're telling us about Michael Myers. You're telling us that he has blood pumping. You're telling us that he's he has a brain that's throbbing and 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 and, and, and you know he's erect doing this like. All of that is detail that we shouldn't know about Michael Myers. We don't even know what's going behind that mask, what's going behind that 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 overalls. Yeah, part of why he takes so long like sneaking around in the novelization is basically that he's resisting the urge to kill these people. Like he hears a voice, this Celtic kingdom endo that's in the prologue that wants him to kill people and he's not doesn't quite want to do it, but then he just does it anyway. No. I, I just no like no no that's it. I, I say it's not of that because it's just that have I don't want because then that's it that's human there's a humanity fighting the urge yeah and that's bad like you want this thing to be you can't comprehend Michael Myers you can't comprehend why he's doing it you can't comprehend why he's killing why he's standing there. Why he's not moving? Why he's wearing a mask? Why you can, all these questions you're not allowed to be to 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 know. You can answer his questions, but you'll never know the answer to it. So to have this book say, "Yeah, oh, he was he was aroused. He's fighting. There's a there's a noise in his head." Like, no, it's all just unnecessary detail. They should have just stopped when it said the sh- only what the only what you could see surface levels only what is, is, is what should be allowed to be said about Michael Myers. He stood watching them enter the house where the other girl was that's it that's all Although that's hard know. to write in a novelization also the novelization of the new movie basically quotes the script almost word for word when it gets to scenes like that and it feels weird because it's suddenly present tense and there's no detail but i don't there's got to be some middle ground on how to write those sequences hmm. so like show him these there with not tell us anything about what's going on with him yeah, there's got to be a way to write. Like you watch a scene, and there's got to be a way to write the scene where you you feel like like you. It doesn't say uh, it doesn't say it specifically, but how the tense has changed. 
you feel like you're not watching that scene anymore from inside the house. You're watching the scene from outside the house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like there's a, there's gotta be a way to write it where you change some of the tenses where it makes it sound like you're in the middle of a conversation between two people in a house. And then it cuts to like, you know, the murmuring of the girls in the window and it changes the tension. You go, Oh, oh I'm outside. Oh no, I'm the perspective of, of Michael Myers. And then, yeah. and, you know, like if you do like it that. often enough, it could work. But the, the novelization of the new movie does it only a few times, and so it just feels weird. It could have it could have been they just hired like a writer and they like gave him six months and a decent paycheck and he just wrote it, you know. Yeah. He has a draft of the script and just writes. Yeah. You're like, I don't think they were like you know, because they're doing the same thing. They're just like, Oh, whatever, we just we just want somebody to like pick up a paperback to while they you know, while they wait. You know what's honestly a really accurate uh uh, of the book of the movie and actually did a really good job snakes on a plane <laughs> really? i picked up snakes on a plane uh, like at an airport um um no but <laughs> i i picked it up i think uh at, at like a, at, 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 uh, either i picked it up before i probably picked it up before we went to west uh, not virginia uh williamsburg virginia on a family vacation about a month before the movie came out and I read it and it was really good, so I knew what was going on. So like, I was watching a movie and something happened. I turned my friend and go, "Don't worry, man, it's all covered." When Sam Jackson, when Sam Jackson shoots him, I turn my friend like, "Just watch this." And then it's like, no, he had a bulletproof vest on, but there was a snake on his chest. I was like, "Told you." <laughs> Same thing with the SWAT novelization. That was pretty good. Um. It was so funny. There was a scene in the novelization I thought was in the movie, and then I just imagined it because I could just imagine Sam Jackson. So I was like, huh, that wasn't in the movie, but it was in the novel. I just imagined it. I was like, oh, okay. Just some extra scene with Sam Jackson, like looking over. He's like, man, Kyle Farrell, he's going to lead my SWAT team. That's pretty much a scene about that. <laughs> him like looking over. It was, it was essentially him like going at his house, like going over the documents, and then he sees a deer. And he's like, get out of here before I shoot you. Like it was like, I was like, yeah, I could imagine Sam Jackson yelling at a deer. Like I can, <laughs> I don't know if it was a deer or a coyote, but he like yelled at it to get out of his property. I was like, yeah, like I think we could. <laughs> and then I watched the movie and that could like, happen. And then like no one saw that, and so I was like, I guess I just read the, the novelization and just, I guess my brain just made the scene. Huh. Wow, that's imagination for you. Come on, that. That's how it should work. <laughs> Imagination works, man. I tell you, all those, all that reading rainbow shit, they ain't lying. Lavar <laughs> Le- Burt was telling the truth, guys. Is it a book? <laughs> End the minute, Rob. <laughs> yeah, second fifty-eight. Annie rings the doorbell, and the minute ends. That is all for Minute 51. Saved by the bell. (laughs) One more time, Sean and Dave. How can the listeners stalk you? (laughs) You can can stalk me over at catandsean.org. And that's uh, Cat, C-A-T, Sean, S-C-A-N. And from there, you'll find links to Groundhog Minute and Spinal Tap Minute and Five Minutes of Mime and and all the other podcast stuff that I have uh, going on. 
And uh, for me, you can uh, hang outside the Champion City Lakeside Diner where I'll be having guests inside and we'll be eating meatball on white and and rare, not bloody steaks. Talking about mystery men and diner food and uh, and and how you should throw a knife at the guy and not a spoon and all 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 matters of funny silverware the Blue Raja throws. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Myers Minute is a production of Lemming Drops Studio. You can find more content at lemmingdrops.com. You can stalk me on Twitter and Facebook at Myers Minute or Instagram Michael Myers Minute or join the Facebook listeners group, 45 Lampkin Lane. Don't forget to subscribe. Leave a nice review if you like what you hear. Until next time. See you later. Bye. Bye. You know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's entitled to one good scare, huh?